Allah Yahweh the opportunity each time, each day that I'm here and sharing and speaking truth, knowledge and wisdom that comes from you, Father God, because of our conversation together before and asking for that thing that you gave to Solomon. And I asked for you to share with me, and you have. You give this to me, but I must use it for your business, about your business. Not to vaunt myself up and puff myself up, Father God, for this is to glorify you and your truth, Father. So, um, actually wasn't going to do this and then um, thinking about it and and going on. And of course, as you just heard me talking to our Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father, um, he did. He answered a prayer because I there's a couple things that he has honored these prayers. Uh, the prayer of Jabez for one and um, Solomon's prayer for the other. And um, there is a scripture where he has a conversation with Solomon and Solomon asked God to bestow him with wisdom. And he did. And through that wisdom, Saul became a very powerful, wealthy king and was able to acquire many things and knew many things and and actually finished the building of the temple that um, his father drafted and was architect for it. Um, but enough about that and enough about the saints. So um, what I'm sharing with you is something I, I had a conversation with um, with my pastor and he made a comment and he shared and, and it draws me to this thing. And um, you've heard me talk about cellular telephones before. And I have this, yeah, it's a convenient for the sake, but really for whose who's convenience? The reality is whose convenience? And... There are individuals that will, they use it not for what it's intended for. And the intention is it's a tool. It's intended to be a tool. And they take it far to the extreme outer fringes and those that function and the platforms and the servers that go on, it, it's it's ridiculous. I have, there is so much there. Yeah, there's positivity and there's positive things that can be done with if you keep it in check. But many people do not. You have marketing places and I have um, individuals, uh, businesses that I, I have done business with. And uh, because I can't, I don't have transportation available and it's hard for me to get out and around um, partially because of medical issues and partially because of my age and transportation, my motorcycle, I, it doesn't, <laughs> it's not functioning anymore. Um, but anyway, um, so 
Yeah, I use a delivery system and I utilize for that purpose. And I can't get, there's no such thing as uh, hardline telephones anymore. And for those of you that don't understand that term, that means when your telephone is wired in through the house and you can call businesses utilizing a phone inside the house. Um, see, back before cellular telephones became a popular thing uh, or became even in existence, um, and well before answer machines, I was the answer machine in the house, pretty much, because for the longest time, they just didn't have them. I remember when we got the first answer machine, it could be, your telephone could be plugged into it, um, and it was a little real, real, real job, and, and the phone could answer the telephone, so when you were out and away from the house. But still, for the most part, a lot of times that was turned off. The answer machine was myself or my brothers. And somebody would call up, dad wasn't home, you wrote the information down on a notepad and a piece of paper and it became a habitual thing that you would either take that note and put it someplace that mom or dad knew where it was gonna be or dad always checked the, the notepad that was left by the telephone. Always check that every day. And you wanted to make sure you wrote down the person's name and phone number. Well, yeah, oh, the convenience of the cellular telephone. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. It's also called a social platform, which is, uh, you've heard me rail about that because it's anything but that. You have so much garbage that comes out there. Now, on the other side, I, I'm addicted to solitaire. I am, I I play solitaire and it's a distraction and I go there. <clears throat> but you actually have people that become so enthralled with everything that they can get on this device and it has actually spoiled people to so much negativity and it has bent that so that it becomes socially acceptable and culturally acceptable to do that thing that drives you away from other people. And this is, a, this is why I say you have to be cautious and the prince of the air loves this device. And you may have heard me share this before. Why do you suppose that they call it a, a cell phone? And then, of course, you're going to scratch your head and go, well, come on, that's obvious because it's a cellular telephone, so you call it a cell phone for short. No, it's because you're trapped in a cell that is established that's put you into a prison cell and it keeps you there because you won't put it down, you won't leave it alone, and you, you, I, I shared with you the dinner that I took my, my uh, kids, my grandchildren to. I was paying for the dinner, so I told them not to have the electronics at the table. If I took them out and I was paying for dinner and I made it clear to my son and my daughter-in-law, if I'm buying the dinner and I'm paying for the meal, I said, I don't want them to have out the electronic devices. We're going to have an interpersonal relationship at the table and we're going to visit. No, no cell phones. So we go out to a dinner and then I come back and the kids all have their devices out. And I go, wait a second, what did grandpa tell you? No, no phones at the table. Oh, well, dad said it was okay. And I looked at him and he looks at me and kind of shrugs his shoulders and puts his palms up as if to say, 
yeah, I told him what, you know? And I looked at him and I said, really? Whatever, never mind. And I didn't want to debate and confront him with that, but, and I could have handled it in a non-aggressive way. I, it could have been done, but I didn't feel like doing it because if he was going to cave in and allow that, then that just means that I saved money because I wasn't going to take him out and pay for dinner and have those at the table. That's just, that's how strongly I feel about it. They had no interrelationship going on at the dinner table, supper table. They weren't talking with each other. They weren't visiting. They'd sit there and shove food in their face and then they'd have the device in one hand and they'd be looking at it as they put food in their mouth and then they're going there and the conversation between adults and everybody else was going and they were going on. They were absolutely, the children were ignored. They were ignoring adults and they wouldn't even answer questions when people, the waitress would come and ask them questions. They weren't even responding. They were so into that cell that they had locked themselves into. And this is... People are imprisoned by this thing. And the reason the pastor and I were talking about it and why it came up, I shared it with him, but he shared something that um, in the sermon, and I told him I was going to borrow this, and he gave me the nod of affirmation and said it's okay, and I told him I was going to. So I, I, have, to, I have to give credit to him because I didn't think of it. He shared it. Um, but he was at a prayer meeting and he shared it with somebody. He shared it because somebody else told him the same thing. Uh, only they, they directed it right at him. And he confessed that. And in, um, this is one of the things as a fast that I have to be more in tune to and make sure that I'm doing this. And, and actually I'm practicing it more and more except for my solitaire. Um, but he was going to a prayer meeting and then he realized that he didn't have his cellular phone with him. And he started checking his pockets and he's patting around. And then he was like, oh, he, was, he realized that he was probably running a little tardy. So he picked up the pace and he got in there and then he got in and he's patting all his pockets and, and feeling around for his phone and he didn't have it. And then one of the brothers came up and looked at him and kind of did one of those dog tilt head things and understanding and, uh, and telling, dogs would do that when they try to understand when you're talking to them. So he did that tilt of the head sideways thing and then realized, of course, what the pastor was doing. And he looked at him and said, you know, Jim, he said, you have a cell phone shaped hole in your heart. And then just walked away. And the pastor was somewhat stunned and then realized that's true. He didn't wear a watch, carries the phone. And there's a lot of people say, well, yeah, that's okay. Well, that's it. Is it really? Anything to have that thing in their hand. I watch people walk around with a cell phone in their hand. They go into church and they have it on. They go into the sanctuary, it's turned on, and they're sitting with it in their hand. Well, yes, there are some people that, that do Bible with that rather than the written word of God. 
I I like I like carrying my Bible. And let me share this with you. When I have and I and I do it, but and and I haven't done it recently because I just because I feel God's presence with me so much and I'm practicing his presence more and more and learning how to do that more and more. But with the Bible, with the written word in book form, not electronics, and I'm going through it and, and I'm feeling for whatever reason, that, and I'll, I'll have the, the Bible will be open. And then what I do is I take my face and I put it in the Bible and I close, I close the Bible around my face and I close my eyes. And what that is for me personally is it's as I was a child and if something was in particular distressing to me that I would, my mother or father would kneel down or sometimes they would just come over if I'm in my chair and they would come over and they put my cheeks in their hands one on each cheek and they would just kind of lift my head up and they'd look at me right in my eyes and say, it's okay, sweetheart, I would love you. You want to share? And they'd talk to me and, and it was very comforting. For me, my heavenly father, that's what it felt like to me. And I would see him holding my face in his hands, looking me in my eyes and saying, Son, it's okay. I'm right here. I love you. You want to talk about it? Let's talk. And I would just feel this overwhelming, comforting sensation just flooding me. And now when I'm in his watch in the wee early morning hours and I feel him either put his hand on my shoulder or sometimes he'll just put his arms around me and I just, I'm flooded with that sensation. And sometimes I just weep. I can't, I can't not. So I say that to say this. Can you do that with your cell phone? Can you take it and stick it on your forehead or put it against your cheek and feel like you have a parent's hand or your father, heavenly father's hands resting on your cheeks and looking you in the eye. Can you can you get that with that little square electronic device that puts a hole in your heart because you lack interpersonal relationships with other people because of this device and you think that it's so such a matter of convenience. This is part of that white noise that the devil floods us with. I shared with you before. And we need to realize that this is this is really a, uh, and we've been told this. Christ tells us this. Paul tells us. Peter tells us. Luke, Matthew. We find it when we read the gospels. We find it, and we are reminded that we are in a spiritual warfare. Whether you want to hear it or not, and you have those theological wizards, and you have those that are members of a, of a church, supposedly a member of a church body, but they've separated themselves because they want to fit in culturally and sociologically 
And so they bend truth, they lie, and they want to make sure that the church fits in with culture. And so they ignore the precepts and tenets established in the word of God, by God, for us to be able to walk in a guided manner. And those are in there not for God to be dictatorial, dictatorial, but to, to guide us in life for our protection, for our love. They are there for that purpose. But people don't, they, they want to change that. They want to bend it so that church will fit in with society instead of following the precepts of Lord God Almighty. They want to bend the truth. They want truth to fit the truth that isn't the truth. Does that confuse you? Well, it shouldn't. So they want to bend the truth so it fits in with the truth of society and culture that's going on around them. And they don't want to have anything to do with real truth because they're going to say that it's okay for you to worship the false deities, but when you come to church on Sunday that you pray to God. And it's okay for you to be and act in an abominable manner but when you come to church on Sunday, it's okay that you, you don't, and, and it's okay. Well, no, it's not okay. So you either, you are either yay, yay, or nay, nay, period. And we're told that in the scripture, and we're, we're told by Christ to be that way. In the book of Joshua, it's, it's shown that, that God does, is not only on the side of righteousness. He doesn't choose sides. So you don't pray for one candidate to win over another candidate or for one group of people to be. And there were people when they had all this, uh, uh, when the Black Lives Matters, when that first started up and really was, uh, was really things were not going well and a lot of uh, assaults and a lot of businesses being firebombed and, and things that were going on and, and uh, honestly, there and there were individuals that took it. And now I, I get, I do, I understand what, and I I understand what a lot of this was stemming from and and what was going on. But there there were those that took advantage of it, and they did so in that these things that took place, they would use it as an opportunity to steal, rob, kill, and destroy. They weren't going along with the program. They were going with their program. And I get that, okay? But the thing of it is that this little electronic device was used to fan the flames, to spread derision. And it is. It's used for that. I have seen things... It just makes me... It makes me so annoyed, but at the same time, it's also in the scriptures. It is. You just look with spiritual sight and you pray discernment with the Holy Spirit to help you understand, and that's available to do. But people go to this because it's part of that thing, that cultural thing, the societal thing. And Interestingly enough, that most of those 
that claim that God doesn't speak anymore, they don't ever hear God speak anymore, is because they're not listening to God. They're listening to that electronic device. They've got a cell phone-shaped hole in their hearts. And the only thing that seems to be able to fill that void is the cellular telephone, which is not, honestly, is not a social platform. You can network a, a bunch of people at the same time, but it's not a social platform, if anything at all, but that. These marketing people that put on, that they have a, what they call a Facebook marketplace, it's anything but that. It's a place for people to uh, fish personal information from you. They steal from you. And places that I do business with and have done business with before, they warn me against doing anything on Facebook Marketplace, especially when you, you see their name used because they don't ever use that. They don't advertise on it. They don't put their their website on there for you to connect with them. And anybody that does is looking to rob, steal, and defraud you. And I had numerous businesses that tell me the same thing. They do not advertise there and they do not put their website information there because they know that it is hacked. They know that people are stealing and robbing. And I found that out because I attempted to use that because I thought I was getting a better deal through that. And then when I contacted the customer service, because nobody in the quote unquote customer service would respond through the other. And so I contacted the business whose customer service line I have things like that written down and I called them directly. And they said, oh no, you've been, you've been defrauded because we don't ever go there. And we'll tell you right now that you need to clear out information and you need to change things, which I did. Um, and I don't ever go to these sites anymore. I go straight to their customer service or I go straight to them. Because as they shared with me, they use it to defraud people, to, to take their money, and you're not going to get anything for that. And, they, and they've shared with me that they would never sell their products for that ridiculous amount of money anyway, which it was. I thought, man, this is crazy. It must be a line that's going out or something. And so when I called them, they said, no, we, we don't do that. And we wouldn't. that's a ridiculous price offer, and we wouldn't do that, not for the genuine article. So I learned a lesson, but continuing in that vein, you have, you have individuals that are so attached to this thing that they actually go to pieces when people unfriend them. Whoa, you mean that you are in a social spiral because somebody unfriended you on in Facebook or on this electronic device? Did you ever meet them personally in real life? Do you know who this person? No. Uh, do they live in this town? No. Uh, where do they live? I don't know. Have you, you've never met them? You've never seen them in person? No. How do you know they actually just, well, because it's, it's on the internet. They, they're, they're there. It's, I, I got them on Facebook. And well, let's use that again. You have people that are hacking into 
real people's profiles. They take their picture from their profile and they use it for their own and then they put links in there that they can steal information and defraud you. They had one that was really annoying me and I actually posted against it and I haven't seen many for a while now. And I posted as a warning. Um, there was something that somebody, there were several different ones, one in the summertime and one I saw most recently and I posted against both of them. It was this photograph of a horrific traffic accident. But then what they were doing is they were putting up in the corner that, oh, so-and-so is with so-and-so here and oh, it's terrible and I can't believe that they're gone now. And it was a very similar phrasing. Can't believe they're gone. And they'd put these names up there and what people are drawn to is they'd recognize that name and then they want to click on and find out what was going on. But it was fake. It wasn't even something that happened. It wasn't real. And the photograph, one of them that I actually researched enough and I found out that one of them was a photograph of an actual accident that had happened almost a decade previous but they had taken this picture and or this photograph and they had pirated it and they were using it and post reposting it and putting it out there and then they're tacking all these names to it so what they would do is maybe they'd get a half a dozen people tack on to it and then they would get that many people whose information they were able to steal so their fishing expedition was somewhat successful. And that's all they're looking for. They, they work on a, what's called a percentage basis. It doesn't matter if they get 10,000 people to respond. If they can get 100 people, 200, or even just 1,000. They don't need that really high, high number. If they get enough people to respond and tack onto it, and enough open accounts that they can get into and steal, they can, they can make quite a bit of money. And that's what it's all about. It's about that idol, mammon. Man and mammon have been running this plane of existence for a long time, and that's what they're doing. They have allowed that to become their idol, and that's what drives them. It isn't anything about brotherhood. It's nothing about closeness or anything. And you have people that fall into that hole and they get unfriended. Oh, they unfriended me on Facebook. And they go to peace. There are young people that don't understand. They don't understand. And they go to pieces because they were unfriended. Never met a person. Never seen them. Never spoke to them in person. They only believe what they were told. And it is, it's kind of funny because I remember, man, I think this was about 10 years ago when the internet was really, uh, maybe longer, but it was when the internet was really, really getting taken off and, and all sorts of things were going on. And I remember there was a, actually when I was, had a television, <laughs> I saw that on there. It was an insurance commercial and I thought it was very funny. Um, but there were coworkers and they were, uh, had been talking and one was a man, one was a woman and they were chatting and talking about and then the young woman uh, tells her co-worker that, oh, she's got a new boyfriend or, you know, they were talking about different things and uh, he was sharing something with her and she goes, oh yeah, it's such and such, such and such. And he goes, where did you 
get that information? Oh, on the internet. And then he would go on a little bit and then, where'd you hear that? She goes, on the internet. And then sharing something else and then he goes, and the internet. So they say it at the same time. So it became kind of a humorous thing. And then she goes, oh yeah, I have a new boyfriend. And he says, and you met him where? And she goes, and then they at the same time on the internet. And so then she, oh, there he is. And he's a French model. And they're walking down, you know, as she's describing this fellow to him. And they approach this person and this is, oh, John, come here. I want you to meet somebody. So this is her new boyfriend that she met on the internet. And this guy is a very Sasquatchy looking individual, very tall and very kind of try not to be in a negative tone to this, but they, they, they got him to pose this purposefully this way, but he was very, a very large man and he was very, let's just put it this way, anything but a French model. Okay. And he had used somebody else's profile and he goes, he looks up at him and he goes, uh, so I hear you're a French model. And the man responds, uh, 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 yeah, bonjour. I mean, it's not even good French and it's just very, <laughs> it's anything. But, but this is how people get with this. You have no way of verifying who these people are, individuals. This is why, and they hide behind this anonymity of this thing. And when I'm sharing this and in, in, in my father's podcast and being about his business and doing this, but the thing of it is that for one side, it's good. I don't see you and it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter at all. And it goes along with what I was sharing the other day about the uh, missionaries coming and, and they allowed their, uh, they allowed things to distort their view and they became hurtful. Well, this device allows that same thing. It separates from a personal relationship. It detracts from interpersonal relationship. And, and, and this, is, this is why I was so... annoyed in what my son had done and didn't understand that it was detracting from interpersonal relationship with other family members, cousins and friends. And there was not any of that going on that the children had all separated. They were there, but they weren't there. And there was no, there was nothing interpersonal going on with any of them. The, the children and the other and then the other children bothered their parents so that they could take their, out their devices and then it just fell into disarray <sighs> yes that was a heavy sigh because this thing if you don't use it to be a tool it will use you and many people allow that to happen you have you have everything pretty much at your fingertips. You can bank it. Yes, it's a convenience 
banking is at your fingertips and you can shop and all these things. And I have found it to be that because I can't get out and around the way I used to. Pretty simple. But you can get into a lot of things that you shouldn't be into as well. You have websites that you shouldn't be at or even link. I mean, you have, you have pornographic websites that just abound. And I can remember uh, I had an incident. I think I might have shared this. Perhaps not. Um, but I was actually, I was going to a Disney website because I was checking about a Disney cruise. And this was some years ago before they started all their silliness. And I really... Uh, personally, I won't have anything else to do with them. Um, that's me personally. But I was looking for the information before they started getting involved in all the things that they were doing and are doing. Um, so I was looking at this because I was going to uh, invite a friend and family to come and, and see about getting it going. And uh, no. I, let me let me let me rephrase that. I was it was a gift that I was going to give to my son. Yes, I was going to gift this to my son and his family. That's what it was. And in going, I was typing in the address and had the address to, to type in there, but I missed a capital letter someplace before the Amherst scan or before the at. Um, Anyway, I the the IP was nearly exactly what it should be, except that I capitalized one letter that shouldn't have been, and then I clicked onto that, and the next thing I know, I'm looking at my screen, and the whole thing is filled with these pornographic images, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I would X on and try to delete, and every time that I clicked on the X and deleting, it would just flip up another one and it just flooded. It would, it, you couldn't delete it. You couldn't delete the page. You couldn't, you could not get rid of it. And every time you got rid of that, it would flip up another one. And it just kept, it was as if somebody had a deck of cards, if you've ever seen somebody do it, and they just hold it in their palm and then they slide the card out and you just see the cards just come flying. That's what this was doing. And I was trying to get a Disney cruise for my kid and my grandchildren it was insanity but they were hiding using disney's ip but all you had to do was change one letter in it and then it would send you to them but using disney uh it's like oh my gosh i finally got it cleared and i just i just erased everything on there, I, I did a backup to everything that I needed to keep and then just deleted everything else. I, I had a very good technician explain to me how to do it. Brothers and sisters, the point that I'm trying to make is that this thing that we use for, is intended to be a tool is actually using us rather than we continually using it. And that little device that you can walk around and hold in your hand is, in many cases, thousands of times more powerful than the computer that was used to send the first moon mission. A thousand times more powerful. The capability that that one little device that each person carries in their hand 
as a computer within that is that powerful. And for me, that's kind of scary in reality. And here's something else that I found out. Some of you may or may not know this. But if you look up in the right-hand corner in most of these cellular telephones, it shows you the battery life or what the percentage of your battery is. And it shows the little bars to show what your signal is through Wi-Fi or the server. And then there's a little dot that's either telling you that your, your camera is hooked up or your uh, speaker is hooked up. And it's a little... There's a little red dot if, you, dot if you have your microphone and then a little green dot if you have your camera. And what I found out was that there are some websites that you go to, and especially if you're an avid shopper, that they use the technology within and they actually, quite honestly, to for lack of a better description, they're spying on you. That the camera remains active and the microphone remains active. And they track your shopping and they track what you're doing. There is a way to delete it and to get around it. But you have to do it for your individual piece of equipment. I find that deplorable. That companies would even do this. And yet this is the plane of existence that we're living in. A broken, dark place. But through spiritual eyesight, you can see the brightness and the good that God takes all that evil and wickedness that the enemy intends for evil and can make it good. This device, I'm sharing the truth. I'm sharing the knowledge and the wisdom of God. And this that I'm sharing with you now not directly out of the scriptures, but it's something that's important that we need to be aware of. And I would urge you to go to the Bible. Please go to the, the written word. Flip the pages. It's so strengthening. This little electronic device is, does not do that. Written word and reading is power. There is power in it. And as I share with you often, I invite you to try my spirit to find that I speak truth and I will share only truth with you. And there's nothing that's going to, nothing to put myself above or better than anyone else. That's not what this is about. What I am about is my father's business to invite you to be saved, to be saved, redeemed, sanctified. That's why he came. And it wasn't waiting around for us to be holy for anything that we did, but by the grace of God and because of the love of God that he came and died for our sins. He became the sacrificial lamb and went to the cross and died for us. And he saw me from a long distance out there. Not only in physical distance, but in time distance as well. Brothers and sisters, Christ died for me 
and he saw me. He saw me when he came and died. He saw me when he was on the cross and he looked down and he looked up and said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's a fact. Brothers and sisters, you are in my prayers. Am I going out? Am I coming in every day? Go to the word. Try my spirit. Go to his word. Seek his face. Seek his truth, his knowledge, and his wisdom. And brothers and sisters, he'll take you on a journey that is unimaginable or that you can only imagine. And he will take you and show you things that are just pray for spiritual eyesight, pray for spiritual hearing. Father, for my brothers and sisters, I pray for this. I pray for them. Strength, courage, to be bold and upright in righteousness, Father. You are in my prayers. Am I going out? Am I coming in every day? Be blessed.